All right, it's Wednesday night. It's Sunday port time. Recording on a Wednesday night. Final episode of the year. 2022 coming to a close. Got some old business to touch on. Some uh, some NFL stuff for the for, for the coming weekend, of course. Picks. Uh, let's first, let's bring in Ant. See how he's doing. What's up, Ant? How how are things over there, man? Slow week, winding down. Uh, I don't have much, but I think we'll power through. Uh, I just got done watching the Nets. They won ten in a row. Survived in Atlanta. Got a little Big East hoops on now. Xavier St. John. So a little different than the usual Thursday night Amazon Prime routine, but uh, make it do. Uh, first, I want to talk to you about um, a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It's uh, like I found out. I think I found out why it became such a classic Christmas movie. Why the certain generation kind of latches onto that as like the number one. Okay. So I guess years ago, it was public domain. So it was not owned by anybody. Nobody had the rights to it. So around the holidays, everybody would just put it on constantly. You know, you wouldn't want to pay for programming, PBS, NBC, CBS, whoever, ABC. They would just put it on because uh-huh. it was free It was free to put on. So you just throw it on because you needed content. And you didn't have to pay for the rights for it. So it would it would be it became a staple during the holidays. It bombed at the box office. It wasn't a big hit. But yeah, I remember reading that. Yep. But it, I think it's it's um it just kind of stayed in the in the, con- the public conscious constantly because it was played and replayed and replayed and replayed by these numbers. A Christmas story before a Christmas story. Basically, except. Except I think it was in more than one place. I don't think it was just on one station. Right. It wasn't 24 hours of Christmas story. It was 24 days, basically, of It's Wonderful Whoever, life. whoever needed it, it sounded like. Yeah, they just kind of plugged it in. Yeah, so, I don't know if it's the tradition, but it was on Christmas Eve night on NBC. That could be an every year thing. I have no idea. I, yeah, I think now NBC has the rights to it. So you'll see it on like USA, on NBC, you saw it. On, on Christmas Eve. So, yeah, it's still considered a classic, but I think that's how it became a classic. Gotcha. Okay. There you have it. And I think a certain, uh, also a certain generation latches onto it because, because of the story, like the immigrant story that's attached to it. And he's kind of like a, a champion of the immigrant people of that town, the garlic eaters, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think... I think like some of that American dream stuff comes into it when it's viewed through the lens of somebody whose family might be an immigrant family. Okay. So I think that's kind of yeah. So that that's kind of the um the the downfall of not having all the time in the world to do not having enough time to do some research. I come up with stuff after the fact, but we check we check that box, that old business box. Well, there you have it. A little bit of a closure on it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh I was gonna ask you what um I guess as a year in review type thing here, what what was your favorite sports moment from twenty twenty two? 
I got a few I can kind of just jog your memory. No, I, I have one that popped into oh, wow. my head. It was a first first instinct. I went back really fast. I, I completely eliminated baseball. Okay, so no judge, no 62, none of the big hits he had along the way. Mm, those are kind of – I mean, those are kind of personal, but I, I don't know. Yeah, no, that you enjoyed the most, not the best sports moment, what your favorite was. Okay, I still think I have one that's better than any Yankee moment. That's that's fair. That's fair. It would be Carolina beating Duke in the final oh, four. Oh, that's on my list. That is on my list. Yeah, that's probably uh, – that was the first – I went all the way back. I said I eliminated baseball, so I was already all the way back in March. Uh, so I think, yeah, my first uh, instinct was to pick that one. Carolina beating Duke in Coach K's last home game. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Final Four moment only because okay. I only saw the first half of the Coach K game. Okay, that was awesome. But I remember yeah. going out to dinner, didn't see the second half. So I think the Final Four game because that was just the end. It was just that was the final nail. They needed to win that game in order to make the the uh, game in Cameron Indoor stick. Right. That game would have been lost if they let him off the hook there in the Final Four. Very true. Very true. Yeah, some good moments from college basketball. St. Pete over Kentucky as well on the list. Um, Yeah. Uh, Bill's Chiefs was on the list. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Serena at the Open is on the list. Pool holes for 700 if you're in the – not on my personal list, but on the list of possibilities. I went to bed after six ninety nine, thinking he wasn't going to hit another one, so I missed that one too. Oh, pull six ninety nine then. I got it. I got the update on my phone. Yeah, thirty six seven, of course. Colts. <laughs> yeah, Colts that was trigger. all right. <laughs> I I think I, the UNC stuff I loved. The only other thing in contention might have been the Bengals run because it was so because it was so unexpected. They kind of beat the odds there, beat Vegas, and the the game where they beat Tennessee and Burrow was sacked fifty times, right? And then beating the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl that was kind of a fun run. Fell short, but I like to be no, he kind, of, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, Luca, Luca versus the Knicks on the list, last minute edition. Yeah, right. That was pretty big. I don't get MSG, but I woke up to that. Watch <laughs> little, little highlights. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's another NBA one though. You know, Warriors over the Celtics. Uh, Celtics had a pretty good run there. Warriors. I'm drawing a blank on who they even beat to get to the finals, which means it couldn't have been that memorable. They beat, uh, uh, they beat some Western teams. Definitely a Western team. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, is there, was there Mavericks? Was, oh, they beat the Mavericks. They beat Luca. Right. They yeah. beat him in five, though. They smoked him. So I don't even think their run was that great until they got to the finals. And then Curry had a nice game six, but it was it the the road. I, I might kind of remember talking about it with you. Their road was like paved perfectly for them to get to yeah. the finals. Hockey, nothing. Tampa yeah, see, versus uh, Colorado. I, I like the judge 
moments in the season better than the chase for 62. I didn't love the chase for 62 at all. It was kind of annoying. Because <laughs> what, moment, what of, moment specifically would you put uh, at the top of the list? Uh, there's a, I mean, he walked, we were on the show one night and he walked it off. Yeah, that was early. That was April or May against Toronto. I mean, there's this, there's, I don't know if there's a specific moment that comes to mind, but there was just, there was a stretch where he was just carrying the team, which was awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, the whole season he carried the team, but there was a stretch where it was literally just him doing damage. Yeah. He had a series against Houston where they split the series and he was responsible for two walk offs. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, I mean, he had a few. He had uh, – there was another one in there. I can't think of who they were playing. But, I mean, yeah, it was uh, – I don't know. I can't think of just one, though. The Houston series would be the series that I would think of, the mm-hmm. series in uh, late June. All right. Yeah, it's more – It's more. there's not maybe one moment. It was just the whole season – the season as a whole was kind of special from a personal standpoint for him. And this, right. Those are, I mean, those are fun to watch, even when you fall short at the end. Yeah. And and now I can appreciate it because he's re-signed. I don't know if I would appreciate it if he didn't, if he ended up in San Francisco. I don't think I don't think I'd appreciate this season as much. Uh, probably I'm, not. No. I know I wouldn't. Yeah, I know I wouldn't. No, probably not. So now that he's committed to staying with us for a career and. Regardless how that goes, this always kind of—I mean, this would be the year, you know—that we hang, uh, we hang our memories on. Yes, individually, yes. Oh, you know what? The watching the Broncos opening night was a special moment for us because we called in Nathaniel Hackett firing before anybody. I was, yeah, I was the writing say, was on the wall. Yeah, I would say five minutes into his career, I would say Sunday Poor had that before anybody had it live on the air. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's probably a few people on Twitter too that were calling it, but uh, yeah, just, it was a bad, uh, <laughs> it was a bad start, unless, really bad finish. Unless it's recorded, it doesn't count, and we could tweet something that doesn't count. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was bad. And to get fired after like right after Christmas, that's rough. Yeah, it was almost like they like put put the guy out of his misery. I mean, you could have fired him so many different times. I don't know why they necessarily waited until he lost on literally lost on Christmas. Maybe because it was just such a bloodbath yeah. losing to the Rams, Baker Mayfield by a hundred. Yes, but uh, <laughs> at that point, yeah, it feels like you should have just gave him the last two games, unless they just felt like they were doing the guy a favor. I mean, fire him before Christmas. Let him go fucking spend it with his family. family, Now he's got now he's got to go spend New Year's with him. Fortunately, unfortunately, they're yeah. Unfortunately, they're stuck with Russell Wilson for the next five years. I mean, yeah, that could be that could be rough. Yeah, not it's not gonna be fun to figure this one out in Denver. No, no. The other the Uh, other. The other NFL, another coaching news at the NFL: Josh McDaniels benching Carr and going with uh, Jarrett Stickum, Stitchum, Stitham, Stickum. Yeah, the dude from uh, the dude from New England. 
who was supposedly in the running for the job last year. All right. So McDaniel's got a little history with him, I guess, going back to uh, Patriots, you know, practices and whatnot. Is this is this uh, is this similar to the Hackett thing, where like Hackett got dealt a hand? He didn't really have like a, he didn't really have a joker or a wild card to pull out. Is this like a last ditch effort to kind of help maybe save his job? Like if he has some like something some magic, or is he doing this kid a favor, knowing he's on his way out? So about Carr, he's doing Carr no. a favor. No, he's doing Stitchum a favor. Because he knows he's on his way out. And he's like, well, let me just get some reps for this kid. People could see what he can do. Oh, you're saying because McDaniel's on his way out? Yeah. Are we sure he's on his way out? No. no. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. I mean, Carr seems like he's toast. He's going to the Jets or whoever. Ten different teams need a quarterback. No, everybody's all over it today. Everybody thinks they're getting him now, yeah. Everybody I don't know needs if necessarily – Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily want to line up for uh, – the Derek Carr sweepstakes, but that's just me. He's a free agent, right? I don't know. He's been rumored to – I thought they locked into him. Do you have to trade for Derek Carr? Ah, who knows? Who cares? You know, I think, uh, I, did, I, did, I think I did hear it would be a trade situation. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be careful giving up too many assets for Derek Carr. Uh McDa- yeah. I have no idea what McDaniel's thinking. Uh, maybe he's thinking, you know, he's got a relationship with Stidham and he uh, he can get a little more out of the – I mean, Carr was atrocious on Christmas Eve night against Pittsburgh through three picks. And he's been bad for – he was bad that Thursday night game against the Rams. Like, they got hot there for a little bit in, I want to say, like late November, early December. Yeah. Maybe they mm-hmm. won like two or three games. Right. And the wheels really came off. And I think, you know, can't just blame one guy, but when you're the quarterback, you kind of got to take the heat. I, Comes to the territory. Ah, Carr's always been very up and down. I uh, He's, like, taking a step away from the team, so he's basically going home. He's not even going to be on the sideline, like Matt Ryan style, just with the headset on, pretending he gives a shit. Uh. Yeah, I have no idea what the plan is. The Raiders are a fucking mess. They suck. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're not out of it completely, right? I mean, they're out of it, but they're not out of it. They're out of it. They're actually, for some reason, they're still alive for the seventh seed. They're like, them and the Browns are both have the same record. The Browns are out completely. The Raiders are still in. They got to win both their games and then pray, basically. Yeah. Mathematically not eliminated. This Mathematically year. alive. Uh, and I heard I have the playoff standings like typed out, and I left the Raiders out. If that's yeah, that's it'll be a miracle. Left them out. Yeah. The other uh, NFL rumor that I heard, not other, but the NFL rumor that I heard this week is uh, we're all over the the Brady stuff. Uh, over the Peyton stuff, the the latest is next year Brady and Peyton and Peyton in New Orleans. Peyton back to New Orleans with Brady. I don't know if I buy that. I buy I I buy Brady and Peyton reuniting. I'm not sure if New Orleans is a spot. Why would Peyton want to go back to New Orleans? 
it would be available, and that's what that's what him and Brady. If, if its goal is just to to coach Brady, that might be one of the few options that they have. Going to be a it's going to be an open coaching open coaching spot. Um, they need a quarterback. It's just a, it just fits. That's why that's what it is. Nothing to do with anything other than that. Why not? Uh, why not Peyton and Brady to Dallas? I don't know Dak's wow. contract situation. I know Peyton is has ties to Dallas. He's got ties to uh, Jerry. What do you call it, Jerry? Yeah, he's, he was their OC back, you know, before he got the Saints gig like fifteen years ago. I don't know, Dak. I mean, D- Jerry kind of seems to love Dak. He's kind of loyal to some of his guys to a fault, but I could see Dallas. I could also see maybe Miami. I don't want Brady, but uh, uh, our owner loves Peyton. I don't see. Uh, I don't see him going back to New Orleans. That kid doesn't deserve to stick around. He got that was his first year as a coach. I think he did a pretty good job, considering the Daniel. fact that yeah, considering the fact that Tua was up and down. Literally, his, yeah, his, his head his, up his, and down. His career might. I mean, just on a human level, his career might be over. Yeah, I mean, it probably should be. The NFL has ways of kind of entrancing these guys to keep coming back, even against their own. I don't know, personal health interests. Yeah. So you never know, but uh, you know, I think he's done a pretty good job with what he's had to work with. I can't imagine what you do with a guy he could rely on week to week. A little more consistent play. Now he's now he's got Teddy Bridgewater coming in. No, I think like there's a ninety. A I think there's like a ninety percent chance he's back. I'm just saying. I think that there's a ten percent chance opening. We see we see first year guys just kind of. Get canned and yeah, but he didn't do like a bad job. It wasn't like he did anything that deserves to get him fired. I think people kind of like the guy too. He's all right. He's yeah. a good like. He's a good offensive mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's a head coach. Do you throw everything out of the window to get a forty-six-year-old quarterback? No, it- I take Peyton. I don't want Brady. I would take Peyton yeah. in a second. Problem right. is Peyton's gonna want like a ready-made team quarterback. Like he's yeah. he's not gonna come in and want to coach two out of them. I have a I have a feeling that after what happened with Miami last year, that ship has probably sailed. That's my guess. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. I think I don't know. I just don't see New Orleans for Peyton. I I've I've always thought Dallas. I could see yeah. Dallas like having a horrible first round wild card loss to Tampa, and then McCarthy gets fired, and they bring in Peyton. Uh, maybe I, I don't know if Brady would go there. I have no idea. I think Brady wants to go to San Fran personally. I mean, every quarterback probably wants to go play in San Fran, but that's where I would see Brady uh, wanting to go. I have no idea. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a quarterback carousel. Yeah, you're going to see some big names moving around next year. I heard a funny one today, which not even I don't even think it's worth acknowledging. I thought it was a, t- a stupid idea. Like this guy was touting this as a good idea, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he hopes 
that Matt Ryan goes to New England to have one last run. <laughs> what? No, I don't one, think one Belichick's taking on Matt Ryan. <laughs> one last run. Yeah. Maybe a slow jog. It won't be a run. I was, uh, yeah, I don't think we Brisk need to see walk. Matt. I'm not sure we need to see Matt Ryan on a football field again, to be honest with you. But that was like, the, the fact that it was brought up as, as like some brilliant idea for this uh, radio personality was kind, was kind of embarrassing. At least to me it was. But, no, no, no. Matt Ryan, if he goes anywhere. I mean, it, it doesn't get much lower than the Colts right now. You kind of usually end up with a demotion. Like Carson Wentz had to go to Washington <laughs> in order to be lower than the Colts. <laughs> yeah. So, like, where would Matt Ryan have to go that's worse than Indianapolis? There aren't many situations. I mean, there's Houston, but they're going to draft a quarterback. Washington's on the table. Washington, I guess, would be on the table. Him, he could, you know, Tyler Heine could back him up next year. Maybe. Uh, other than <laughs> that, I mean, there's not there's not many. You know where? I mean, you- Carolina. You know, you know what? Green Bay might be an option. Well, if they, if Rodgers forces his way out of town, which yeah. I, I could still see happening. Yeah. I could so see, might, I could see Rodgers be. wanting to go to, uh, what do you call it? New England? Well, there's two spots I could see for, for Rodgers. One is the obvious, which is San Fran, because yeah. who wouldn't want that job? And uh, the other would be Vegas. Monte Adams yeah, Vegas. Be reu- reunited. Reunion. Is that too big? Is he too big of a name to go to the New England? Not that's not really Belichick style. I guess the maybe it's hard hard to say he has a style because he's had Brady for so long. And after Brady was Cam, and then now he's got Mac and Bailey Zappy. I don't know. I think Rogers eyes is like totally trying to get in someone's head who he can't. Can't. I'm not sure he knows <laughs> what's going on in his head week to week, so that's fair. Right. I would say when you get older, the the Brady move, which is what he did, go somewhere warm or a dome, which is what Vegas is. Both. I probably don't want to get cursed out by Belichick either. Yeah, exactly. And if McDaniel's mm-hmm. is out, and maybe Peyton, maybe that's the job, Peyton and Rogers in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. Uh, interesting off uh, the NFL never stops, man. I mean, it's not even we're not even through the season yet. We're already doing hot stove stuff, right? Or or Rogers puts all the heat on the floor and they fire the floor and they bring Peyton and Green Bay. Yeah, a lot of ornery quarterbacks this year. Big like hit like Brady and Rogers have just been pissed off all year. I can't remember high profile guys being this angry for entire seasons. Well, Brady's horribly coached, and he and he also might just be finished. It's a bad combination. He's bad O line. He's one hundred percent coming back, though, right? Like, is there any doubt in your mind he's coming back? Probably not. I mean, he got divorced over. It'd be odd of him to re- retire <laughs> like a few months. After. Yeah, he just, he just he just came back to go seven and ten. You're right. <laughs> he gets remarried during the off season. Goes out in the sunset. Uh. No, I would say uh, he definitely comes back. Not with Tampa, though. No, I think Tampa days are done. But I think he there is a possibility that he's just completely finished. I yeah, I'm not ruling it out. I, I I'm on. I'm leaving. 45. 
yeah, I mean, I'm, I have to lean that direction. I think I've been leaning in that direction all season, but I don't think the league thinks he's done. I think people, no, I mean, I guess if he ends up in the perfect situation, which San Fran would be, there's a, there's a chance, but I don't, I don't know. That's, I mean, eventually right. you he's, just shit doesn't work anymore. He's protected. He's got a lot of weapons. Yeah, you're right. It could, I mean, it, he can, he's just got to use his mind a little bit. He's not, doesn't have to rely on his athleticism as much as he does. I mean, it's accuracy and it's the yeah. smart moves. But even that, you know, even that, you, you lose a little bit as you get older, right? You get it's like a step slower. Your reaction time gets a step slower. It gets harder to hit those yeah. guys, you know, in, in stride. And it gets harder to, it's harder to stay on the same page with those guys because they're going, they're going like 24 and five year olds and you're 46. Right. So I think he might be finished. Russell Wilson could be finished. And he is finished. He is toast. You think Hurt he definitely toast. is? I mean, like skill wise, yeah, he's done. He looks atrocious this year. Yeah, the one, the the one guy, uh, you know, aging veteran who I think actually has something left is probably Rodgers. I agree. I agree. Rodgers, I would take a chance on if I was a ready-made. You know, Super Bowl or bust team. I'm a quarterback away. Yep. Two year, you know, bring a guy in for two years, basically two year window all in. Rodgers yep. would be the guy. Yeah, I agree. Because he's still like, he hasn't been, I mean, he won back to back MVPs the last two years. So <laughs> there wasn't much room for error. There was going to be a little bit of decline, but he still makes uh, the cars contract situation just came up and I missed it. Uh, he still makes like one or two throws a game where it's just like, wow, I don't know how many guys could have made that. Maybe Mahomes about it. And if he's locked in, I feel like he's not 100% into the season. If he's locked in, he's committed, you're going to, I think you're getting a different player than you have this year. So going someplace else where it's ready made team might just rejuvenate him a little bit. Yes. Burn that, burn that fire a little yeah. bit more. No, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know if it's necessarily he's not locked in. He's just, Chemistry just isn't there with his receivers. It's all like new guys, and he's just he's a little frustrated, and he starts pouting a little bit. He gets upset. So, yeah, that's the deal with Rodgers. What else you got? I, oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna go completely off uh, topic. We could do that coming out of the break. Yeah, I got one more one more NFL note before. We get into whatever random stuff and then picks later. If I'm like, I, I know I had said last week, I said the Vikings might be the team that we kind of sleep on. Yeah. Now I'm kind of thinking after the past couple of weeks, the comeback against the Colts, you know, kind of uh, an inspired win, if you want to put it that way, against the Giants, 62 yard, 61 yard field goal, whatever it was, mm-hmm. the closing seconds. Now I'm concerned, not personally concerned, just from the Vikings standpoint, that maybe they're peaking too early. Well, their whole season has been one giant comeback win. They've have 11 one, is it one possession wins or one score wins. It's okay. an NFL record, no, yeah. not even you know close to being challenged. Mm-hmm. Uh I think they just are what they are. Like they could get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, or 
they could end up in the NFC title game. I don't necessarily think they're going to a Super Bowl, but I think we broke it down a couple of weeks ago how things yeah. could break for them. You know, they they get the two seed, they win a couple home games, Philly maybe gets picked off, and they end up like the roads as the Super Bowl goes through Minnesota. But you don't want uh, you don't want all these kind of comeback wins, these these impressive wins, these feel not feel good wins, but these like um how do you how do you put it? Like these like improbable victories. You don't want to use all that up in the regular season. I feel like yeah, those, they're, they're they're getting too many of the breaks now. Right, but I don't look at them as breaks. I just look at them as, and I'm a little higher on the Vikings than some. Like some people act like they're the luckiest team ever. Mm-hmm. I look at it as like look at the teams they're they're beating with these. Like they're not really beating great teams. Like the Giants oh, are one of yeah. the better teams they've beaten, and the yeah. Giants aren't that good. Like they're they're okay. Yeah, where they're they're definitely a lower run playoff team. But yeah, I agree. Like the Colts, <laughs> they were down thirty three nothing to the Colts. They, the Colts scored three points Monday night. We, we could they could have played twelve quarters, and the Colts weren't scoring a touchdown. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, you know the 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 uh, the Lions and the Bears. They had to come from behind early in the season, like. I think that's just I think that's just the Vikings are what they are. I don't think they necessarily play to their competition because we've seen them step up in competition, Dallas and Philly, and they got smoked. So I, I'm not I'm not completely dismissing them because once you're in the playoffs, you're in, you see what happens. They're gonna be either the two or the three seed. They're gonna have at least one home game. They're gonna I mean you're you're gonna be you're gonna be favored in that first game. Like the best team you're gonna play is the Giants. Maybe you want to say Green Bay because the division game. Maybe Green Bay is a little scarier. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at them as peaking too early. I just look at them as a team that just isn't good enough. I mean, their defense isn't good at all. Yeah, that's to me a problem. That's a problem. Their defense is not going to travel in January. You got to have a defense that can go on. They're not, you know, winning in Philly. Uh, they're a team where like everything has to break right in order for them to get to a Super Bowl. All right, all right, yeah, you're right. I, but I think that's with that in mind, they've gotten too many breaks. Even the, even that is built into who they are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to even out when it's the competition gets tougher. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's possible. They've gotten their asses kicked a couple times this year. It's possible that's how they go out in the playoffs. It's Kirk Cousins getting booed, Justin Jefferson throwing his hands up, and then Kirk Cousins is, uh, you know, we're talking about Brady in Minnesota. or uh, mm-hmm. You know, the carousel continues. Who knows? All right. All right. What do you got? You have, you have a little something you want to get into? we got a few minutes on this side of things. You want to start it up now? Yeah, uh, I was reading a story today. Uh, so apparently uh, CNN does a little like New Year's coverage every year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you read yeah. this story? Uh, I think so. Is this where one of the hosts said Ryan Seacrest sucks or something on air yeah, last year because he's drunk? Yeah, now they're cutting down. They're not allowed to like drink now on uh, CNN. Well, isn't that the whole reason people watch that is because they were drinking? Right, like, I would think that – then it happened, like, you know, 11, 12, one, one, I don't know what time it was. 
uh, Andy Cohen, who I don't even know if he's a CNN guy or is he just like best friends with Anderson Cooper or both. I he no, he's like a Bravo guy, which maybe oh. is owned by NBC. I don't know. And then he ends up and he's buddies with Anderson, and they do this show every year. Okay, all right. So the 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 problem, or I mean, some would say problem, is uh, quote, he got quote, he got problem. hammered. Yeah, he got hammered last year. And I don't know if it was necessarily the Seacrest thing. It probably was knowing, you know, that business. But he said something along the lines of like, you know, obviously there was performances going on and behind them. And uh, he said, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of smoke. There's a bunch of smoke coming from the Ryan Seacrest group of losers back there. And he was clearly <laughs> hammered. He was clearly hammered when he said that. Yeah. He's like, have you been watching ABC tonight? Good luck or something along. I'm paraphrasing. And then he went on a uh, – and then he also, which was – this was funny. This was way funnier than the Seacrest thing. And this was, I think, after midnight. They did a shot, and he he uh, he went in on de Blasio. He just started ranting about de Blasio. Um, okay, nice. <laughs> so – and he was like, there's one thing uh, Republicans and Democrats can agree on. He's the worst politician ever. <laughs> and – and Cooper was like kind of cringing, trying to get him to, you know, uh, uh, everybody's so like uptight. Yeah, I mean, he laughed. I think Cooper he didn't handle it. He didn't handle it poorly, but you know, you could tell he was like, "Oh shit, this guy's yeah. cocked." Uh, so now apparently they're not allowed to dr- to drink on CNN this this uh, Saturday night, and uh, Seacrest came out with a quote. Saying, oh, I don't advocate drinking when on the air. I don't know how that started as a tradition, but it's probably a good idea to scale back. First of all, that is not your network. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you interject in someone else's you know, personal affairs? It's not his, drink as much as they want on CNN. It's not his gig yet. Yeah, it goes for everybody's job. So and I don't know. I, I feel like New Year's Eve is is a very like you're very loose on New Year's. Yeah. Like, if you're when you. It's not I, real I figured, journalism. I figured, no, I figured everyone was having a pop or two. Yeah, it's, it's not a real news story. It's not journalism. Like you're not like covering the uh, the Democratic uh, National Convention. You're not so like interviewing. You might need a drink for that anyway. But it's right for a different for a different reason, not oh, yeah. joyous, but. Like, I thought everyone was kind of just New Year's Eve. You're in Times Square. You're freezing your ass off. Yeah, get off your high horse seat rest. <laughs> the fuck? It's, uh, it's that stupid, man. It's, I, I just, they're, they're going to find out that people only like them because they were drunk. Yes. They only tuned in to see them get drunk. Like, that was the only reason. That was the only, that was the only thing special about that broadcast. So I've never tuned into CNN once on New Year's Eve. No. Now that I How found I? out they're sober, like if I found out, like, hey, Andy Cohen gets hammered, every, I'd be like, maybe I'll flip over to that at eleven thirty <laughs> and see what the hell he's gonna say this year. Now that they're sober, there's no shot. None, none. But I'm curious. I don't I mean I'm not gonna do it, but I'm curious to see if he tries to push it, even though he's like. Uh, on strict orders from the brass. Yeah. You know, I wonder if he has the balls to kind of be like, fuck you guys, it's New Year's Eve, get a grip. <laughs> like, so you yeah, I don't, I don't even think he's a CNN employee, so. This kind of comes in and does the job for it. Wait, but, if, but again, if CNN is, if CNN, 
or if the same company owns CNN that owns Bravo or whatever, I, I don't know what the connection is there, how that works. He might he might be working for the same people, just not on different just on a different network. Yeah, I mean it's it's New Year's Eve. It's time. It's not a real night of work. What are we no, doing? No, it's not, yeah. What, what are you covering? You're covering a bunch of drunk idiots in the street, and and what are you doing, Ryan Seacrest? That you can't have one. What are you interviewing, Post Malone? Like, it's <laughs> 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 not a good idea to drink and be. What What are you scared of saying? Jesus, what are you? What are your New Year's resolutions? What demons do you have in your closet that oh, you're afraid we, to have like one or two bears? We know he's got some serious demons. There's, he's got a life on his hands. We know that. He's got blood on his hands. Somebody died because of Ryan Seacrest. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm he might sure. not He might not be able to have a drink or two, period. Thinking whatever, yeah. who knows what's going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it's going to be like when the plane's going down in uh... Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, or Seinfeld. I was, <laughs> I was going with almost famous, but yeah, and Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. It's like it's like Jimmy Fallon in, in that plane, where he's like, <laughs> uh, "I hit a man in Dearborn, Michigan, with my car once. I don't know if he's alive <laughs> or dead. I just kept going." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one guy admit to banging the other guy's wife or something. That same uh, scene. Um, the only other member is the drummer admitted he was gay. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember if there was, there might have been some sort of cheating allegation or cheating revelation. I, I think know. the trick was on board too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Long story right. short, Seacrest, demons, skeletons are a lot, lot darker than oh, more, yeah. what was right. on the almost famous plane. All right, we'll be right back. I just watched that scene during the break. Andy Cohen? No, not the Andy Cohen scene, the almost famous scene. Oh, okay. And you're right. There's um the manager. He goes, he, he admits to stealing a few bucks from them. He's like, ah, oh, I really thought I deserved it. You know, it wasn't I didn't I didn't think it was too much. I thought I took it just because I deserved it. He's like, you guys have been like a family to me, especially since my wife left me. And then three of them admit to fucking his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know if it's uh, Russell's wife or his girlfriend, but uh, somebody admits to banging her. Like when they're on a break, he he gets outed like for banging Penny Lane. The kids, you know, yells at them for not giving a shit about Penny and. Admits he loves her, and then right like, right as the plane is starting to level out, that's when the guy goes, "I'm gay," and then everything like as soon as he says, "I'm," he yells it. The plane is like, "Fine." The guy comes out, he's like, "We're gonna be okay. We're gonna live." <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, it's rock and roll, man. <laughs> so there you go. Well, yeah, my favorite part is that that's my that might be my favorite Fallon performance of all time is in that scene. I can't think of a second place, so it's fair. <laughs> so, uh, yep, here we are, man. End of the year, two thousand twenty-two is over. Just about. It's yeah. I mean, it's over. All intents and purposes. Once Christmas, I mean, once you get Christmas, that's it. The year's over. I mean, this this has been the most work I've had to do in this week. I think 
not ever, but in the past six years, they've been at this job. And usually, this is an easy week. Oh yeah, it's a coast week. I'm not coasting this week. It's not a coast. It's not a coast week for me. Usually, speed two cruise control. Yeah, I not is not what I signed up for. I mean, this is supposed to be a slow week. What is going on? I mean, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I can't give you specifics, but it's uh, it's been nonstop. Is it man made? Is it a man man made problem? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, these are deci- these are decisions being made <laughs> that are making this week not being made by someone who's not working this week. Well, they I guess they are working because these these things will happen off the clock. So yeah, what are you gonna do? You live and you learn. How's no, uh it's, it's how's, it. how's my sound coming through over there? I sound all right. Different. Than you than usual, better than usual. Yeah, what do you got there? A microphone? Yeah, it's a Christmas gift. I got a mic for Christmas. Oh, this guy. So so is it hooked up to the uh whatever you're recording on? Yeah. I don't even just, know what you're recording on. Computer, lap laptop. Yeah, la- laptop. Yeah, I have it hooked in the computer. And this is hooked, this hooks up. Like my headphones hook up through this as like an adapter. So I get to use the headphones here, mic here. Okay, I got I got wireless headphones for Christmas. I, I haven't hooked them up yet, though. All right, all right. The year's over, you know. I'm not doing work until maybe Sunday. Say, <laughs> wireless over the over the head headphones, over like over the not like earbuds over the head, like earbuds, earbuds. Oh, okay, all right. I don't yeah, know how I've they'll... never I've never used those before. Um, you use like head, this without the wire, yeah, yeah. Do you use headphones in the gym? Yeah, I use the uh, I wonder how that will go. Let's do those. I feel, like, I feel like I'm still, I feel like I'm still gonna do they fall out the, the ones on the wire? So, yeah, the ones you're wearing now when you're at the gym, do they fall out? Uh, once in a while, depending on like what I'm doing, but for the most part, no, okay. I don't even use these. Well, these are uh, solely used for recording. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the ones I use at the gym are like half broken. Only one of the only the only I can only hear on the right side. Will you be using the earbuds for the gym? I don't know. I think I don't think so. I think I'll lose them. You know, okay. All right. I think I think I'm going to stick with the wire. Yeah, I wonder what the best gym headphone would be. It's probably not. A, uh, it's probably not one that you slide in your ear like the earbuds. Probably one that's over. It's probably like one specific athletic. It's probably like the Bose or the the Bose are the big ones, right? Uh, or no, not Bose. They're, they're big. Think of Jay Z. The, the Dre's. The Dre's. Those are the big ones. I don't know if they're that big. They just look big compared to everything else that's on people's ears. Oh. Uh. But I assume they're made for that. I assume one type of them is made for that kind of thing. Probably. I have to keep an eye out and see what people actually wear there because everyone wears them for the most part. I got to see what people are warming up with in the NBA because those guys always have headphones on for warm-ups now. Oh, yeah. They got like the heavy-duty artillery. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could do an NBA warm-up with those headphones because the noise gets canceled out. Ball comes flying your way. Somebody goes, heads up. You're going to get a ball on the head. 
There's a, yeah, there, be there's a few situations where I wouldn't uh, want headphones. Like I don't, I don't put in headphones if I go for a walk with my dog because I gotta be alert, traffic and shit. Sure, yeah. If I'm walking by myself, yes. But if I gotta be like really on alert, cars and shit, and other animals, can't have the headphones in. Yeah, I don't like the noise canceling headphones unless I am stationary. Yeah, for sure. Can't be out in the wild. It's I mean it's easy to not hear anything and just and you lose all sense of what's going on around you. Very easy. Yeah, I don't even like the headphones I have for the gym are shit. So like if I use them on the sidewalk, I can still hear everything that's going on around me, construction yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't want to walk around a city with the noise canceling headphones because you got to have your head in a swivel. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'd, I'd wear headphones, but just I would definitely have it lowered so it's it's not taking over, you know, what's going on around you. Yeah, you gotta. You have to. So the tra- the train, that's when it's good to have noise canceling headphones. But even then, oh, it's, yeah. it's weird because somebody likes says excuse me or whatever, drop something. You know, you're an idiot going like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Me? You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But you got to have. Yeah. Yeah. For a train ride. Need them. Podcasts, music, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Must be the end of the air. Fucking headphones. It's just, these are tools (laughs) of the trade. This is, um, it's important for what we do. Head, headphones and mics. That's it. Yeah, recording That's equipment. It. That's what we do. When is your? When does the Christmas tree come down? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. I mean, I'm in charge of taking it down, but I don't have any say when it comes down. I would say after. I don't know. Maybe the week after New Year's. I'll probably the, probably the weekend after New Year's. Yeah, it's the weekend after New Year's. I think that's the right time. It has to be down by, well, I was going to say Wild Card Weekend, but now Wild Card Weekend is like mid-January. So yeah, it's the weekend after New Year's. That's that's the official. It can't be up past then. Yeah, because you, you keep it up. I mean, obviously you're busy, maybe too busy to actually do the work, and that's your first free weekend in three weeks. So you got to – That's your first free gotta, weekend. Yeah, basically – yeah, Some maybe in giving. Yeah, maybe in five weeks. So yeah, you have that's that's when you guys gotta go. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if there's any freaks out there. Like what's the latest? Some freaks leave it up. I'm sure there's some out there. They just love Christmas. Yeah. Like way too much. Like not no problem with loving Christmas, but when it's over, it's it's over. Don't want don't, don't hang on to it for no reason. You're not nothing Santa's not coming a second time. You can't. You can't. You got to move on. So yeah. it makes it special. It's once a year, man. Yeah. Once you can't. Don't yeah. stop. Yeah. If you get two months out of it, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> don't be creepy about it. The holidays are just starting, really. This is really the start of the holiday season once we get to the NFL playoffs. Then it's, I mean, then it's, hot, it's Christmas every week, basically. Different kind of Christmas. Right. 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 And the right. Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and now it goes forever. The Super Bowl is real. It really is like Christmas because, like, the build up to Super Bowl is almost better than the day. 
because you have of course I mean, Walker Weekend is, is fine. Then DPW of course is great. Uh, the weekend of the year, and then you know, then you're kind of counting down the teams. Like, oh, well, now we're counting down the games each week. Like, oh, there's less games every week now, and then it's and then it's over. Super Bowl can be great, of course, but not always great. And nope. you know, the DPW might be the Christmas Eve of uh, of the holidays of the football holidays. Uh, yeah, I would say that's fair. Oh, it almost always delivers. You know. Always looking forward to it. We got four games. You know, you hope one or two delivers. It's just a good weekend. Yeah, it's a great best, weekend. Best teams, yeah. Eight, yeah. Final eight, lead mm-hmm. eight, final four in each conference. Yeah. So yeah, there's no reason, no reason to have a tree up for that. Yeah. No, that'd be that'd be crazy. A buffet. That's all you need to get the buffet out. That's all. <laughs> that's it. Chips, dip, hot dog, weenies, wings. Finger foods, yeah. Bear. Yeah, failed to mention simple. (laughs) Simple. Keep it simple, stupid. That's it. Ouch. Burn. (laughs) Careful. It's people's feelings we're dealing with here. Yeah. Sensitive, sensitive people. Did you see uh, Greta Thunberg burn Andrew Tate today? I mean, no, two- I need I I know those two <laughs> names, but I don't know exactly. Um, <laughs> like, I, if you gave me multiple choice, I might fuck it up. So who they are what? Who do you? Who do you? Greta know Thunberg is she like a political? I know more about Greta Thunberg. I think is she like a political activist? She's a climate activist. Yes. Okay. She's, like, she's like she's like nineteen. She's I mean she started when she was a real little. So okay. she, she's been around for a few years now, and I think she's autistic too. She's—I don't don't quote me on that, and I'm not saying it to be disparaging, but she has something, um, not an ailment, but she has some kind of not a handicap, but you know what I mean. She has she has something that I can't put my finger on right now. But I think it is—I think yeah. she might be autistic. Um, may or may not be on the spectrum, right? But she is quite famous, and she she does climate act activism all over the place uh andrew tate is what do, what do you know about andrew tate because i'm only vaguely familiar with this clown I, I i know the name that's about it he's one of these guys that's like self-proclaimed alpha male oh uh, yeah okay <laughs> you know he's you know everything is about i think he's like a kickboxer or was a kickboxer at some point everything's about you know, your success, you're doing it all wrong. Follow me. Oh, so, he's trending on Twitter. This is why. This is this is why. Okay. So Greta Thunberg. So he he I don't even think she said anything, or I don't maybe she did about uh, emissions. So then so Andrew Tate said, I have, you know, came out and said, uh of my 33 cars and he named a couple and what their emissions were. And you know, one's like a Porsche, one's a Ferrari, whatever. So uh he said, if you want if you want to know more, let me know your email address and I'll send you all the information. So she wrote That's back what he said to her. Yeah, he told he was he was touting his 33 cars, these very expensive cars, beautiful cars, and their emissions totals, like what they contribute to putting into the air when they go on the roof. Right. Yeah. So he's and then he was like, if you want to know more, 
let me know your email address and I'll be happy to send you everything, right? That was a tweet. She tweeted back, Adam, her tweet was, um, yeah, I'd love to hear more. Please reply to, you know, please send the email to uh, smalldickenergy at getalife.com. <laughs> total, like, just, I mean, everybody, if, if you ever seen this guy, like, you know, that's your first thought. Like, what's he compensating for? I got what I'm not going to say. He's got a small dick, but like, what's he compensating for? What's wrong with this guy? What's missing from this guy's life that he's got to be like this? Yeah. He's the loudest guy in the room, like, smartest guy in the room, thinks he knows everything, God's gift to whatever the fuck. I hate this kind of person. Not my kind of guy at all. He's British. Not my, not my kind of person at all. He's, yeah, I think so. He's got some kind of accent going on. So he yeah, got his like real that. Em, his real name is Emery. So that's already. His real name is Emery. I know Emery Andrew Tate the third. Oh, and there's two more of these douchebags running around there. Well, maybe I don't know. Grandfather's still alive. I don't know. Just maybe. So and then he like came back like ten hours later with like a video that was him in a robe smoking a cigar. He's like, you have small dick. Why is your email address small dick energy if you don't have a small dick? I'm like, what? This is the best you can do, fella? It was pathetic, it was pathetic man. I'm like, just take, you know, sometimes you get knocked down. You don't, you don't, don't, don't start swinging from your back. You're down. You're Wait, done, he man. said that? Yeah, it was, his, that was his reply video. Uh, he, yeah, he did, did a whole video. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Like in a in a in a in a in a world that makes sense to me, that's the end of this guy. It's the end of him. Like nobody will, nobody will take him seriously anymore. But people are how they are. Cult of personality. People latch on to guys like this, and they can they'll just double down on all his bullshit because I don't know they've 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 deemed this guy their savior for some reason, and so people double down on the insanity. It was the same shit, you know. We've seen with Trump. Same shit with I mean, like Portnoy. All that kind of stuff, where just like the their minions come to their rescue. How many followers do you think this guy has? I have no idea. If you, I don't know, four million. I have no idea. I don't even know what it's. I don't even know what. I don't even know what a lot is. I couldn't tell you what a lot is. Three point four. Is the, like what's who? I, like how many? How much does Musk have? Uh, I'm gonna say Musk has more than that. Sure, but I don't like. I don't know. Like I. Three point four means nothing to me. One hundred and twenty-three point five. Okay, so Musk has significantly more than he does. How much does? Yeah, I'm starting to learn like how much like people like love. I don't know if they necessarily love Musk, but they like he's just polarizing, and I, I I don't know. I just don't. I don't get it. Oh, some old business on Musk. I said I, th- I thought he's taking over Twitter as like a play to uh, become president. He was born in South Africa. He can't be president. Oh yeah, he I, I don't yeah. see him being president. He's not like a good talker. No, he's a terrible talker. But like, people love him, like you said. People just latch onto him. But what? I don't know. I'm just gonna end up talking in circles. I I don't like young people like him. Millennials like mm-hmm. him. Why? Like, I don't remember being a kid ever. I would never. I don't know. Maybe the world's just changed. I kind of at a loss. But even the people that we did like, I don't even say worship, but people worship these people. 
like the people that we like latch onto, like the Jordans, the Jeters. I, I think I don't think we would be this defending of them off of the field. Like just okay, we love Jeter on the field. Like if he did, if he like kicked the baby, I would be like, well, I'm sure he has reasons. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was like a dick, like I don't, you know, I think we're. I mean, you know, when you're 10 or 12 or 14, maybe you're like defending them all the time just because, you know, you're, it's like your first experience with some kind of hero outside your own family kind of thing. Like you don't know what, yeah. what it means. Like it's very different to have a hero at 12 than it is 40. But uh, true. I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't understand. I'm with you. I don't understand the fascination with any of these people. Right. You latch on any of these people and make these that they're your infallible. Um, yeah, it depends. I guess it depends how you. Uh, I mean, it's it's okay to be a fan of somebody's. It's another to be like a minion, a follower. Yeah. Uh, I just don't. Maybe I'm just missing the point. Like, what's intriguing about Elon Musk besides like how smart he is and Mars and all that? Like, what's what's the intriguing? Like, if if you heard Elon Musk is, you know. He's going to be doing an interview on 60 Minutes. To me, it's like, I don't care. He's kind of like, he's leaned into that mentality. He's leaned into the anti-woke mentality. The anti- like he He's kind of doing the same thing Trump did. Just finds er- the things that people hate and is leaning into that. And being like, right, but, but you yeah, don't free, think there free was a- speech. and You don't think there was a, a fascination with this guy before that? It was. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just think he's been growing it. Tesla is a big part of it. I think people love those cars, the self-driving cars. 123.5 million followers. How many how many followers does Rogan have? I'm just trying to get an idea of the Tate versus Musk. I now have a high number, I have a lower number. Rogan has I'm gonna say Rogan has more than Tate and less Tate? than Musk. Does he have more than 10 million? Rogan. I'm gonna say he's got. I'm gonna say eight million. He's okay. got ten point two. Ten point okay. two. Wow, and he's huge. I mean, huge. He's huge. Okay, so Rogan way more than, way more. He's than the, seven, he's seven the million, king of media. I mean, he's replaced Stern as the king of media. Seven million more than Tate, but then, but still, hundred and ten million less than Musk. That's what I'm saying, dude. And like to me. Joe Rogan is, I mean, enormous. Like podcast number one podcast. Yep. Like I, I don't have Spotify, but just like today, I was watching clips from uh, his most recent podcast. Who did he have on? I can't remember. It was someone. It was someone big. Or not. Whatever. When I was, I was watching it, and um, like I was like. How the fuck was it? I'm drunk because that was definitely going to be a part of my story. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyway, landed it, nailed it. Yeah, R- R- Rogan's huge is huge is my is uh is my point. Yeah, and that's what he's got a fraction. He's got 113 million less followers than Musk. Like I'm not even sure I know I knew who Elon Musk was five years ago. And I'm being generous by saying five years. Like I could maybe say two and a half years. 
John, hey, if I, if I, John Bernthal. Sorry, was it John Bernthal? Oh yeah, John Bernthal. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah, John Bernthal was on, and they were talking about. Uh, he's he's an interesting fella, John yeah. Bernthal. Yeah, he like lived in Russia for a little bit. Okay, he's good friends with Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Okay, all right. Um, there was a couple other clips I saw with him on. Um, but yeah, with Musk. I'm not I'm going to say three years ago, if someone like, you know, we can go back in time and ask my my three uh, year younger self if they knew who Elon Musk was, I might say no. I might say like, yeah, I know the name, but I can't place the face. Mm. Yeah, it kind of became a little big during the pandemic, I guess. But he was still big before then. He was big before then. Maybe he just wasn't on my radar at all. Like, I don't. Here's the thing: like people, we talked about the genius thing a couple weeks ago. He, I did like a little bit. I looked into this a little bit. He co-founded PayPal, which nobody uses anymore. No, he co-founded PayPal, and then I think bought out the guy, like his co-founder, and then like I don't think he invented Tesla. Like he did, he just kind of, I think he uh, invested in it or was a partner in it. I don't know exactly how it worked, but it wasn't like he came up with all these things on his own. He's not even. It doesn't even sound like he's the uh, like Steve Jobs guy. Like where he's. I mean, Steve Jobs wasn't Steve Jobs at the end. He was just he just had a bunch of people working for him, doing what Steve Jobs used to do. Right. Well, like Steve Jobs was an innovator at the beginning. Are there did um, Steve Jobs have like a following like this? Nah, I mean there was I mean there is like the Apple shit that was more product relate, related though. Like people would always show up for the new iPod or new iPhone. Still do. Yes, but that's different. That's loyalty to the brand. The brand it's not yeah. necessarily to the guy. Yeah, no, I don't I don't I'm not sure. There's always been Steve brilliant Jobs. inventors out there, but yeah, I, I don't, don't remember people just like I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand. I think people think Musk is gonna change the world with his electric cars. Oh, and another thing, he was supposed to have like this high speed underground tunnel in LA or something. Mm-hmm. And I guess like one car goes back and forth like 40 miles an hour. Like that's all it's all amounted to. Like something <laughs> something ridiculous like that. I don't don't quote me on any of that stuff, but it's it's something ridiculous where it was supposed to be supposed to change. This would change uh, commuting on Earth or whatever, and amounted to zilch. Yeah, I don't know. So I think people Call think me he's going to co- change the world. Yeah, maybe I'm just the times have passed me by. Like when I was growing up, it was athlete, movie star, musician. It was never nerd. But even before us, I mean, people, you know who it was that were. That were kind of big and important people to people's lives are news guys. Oh, like the Walter Cronkites. Yeah, people love those guys, respect those guys, hung on every word that they said. Trust, trust those guys. That was the big thing was they trust those guys. Now, I mean, you can't be a news guy. I mean, there's there's loyalty to the brand, right? There's Tucker Carlson fans, and there's well, that's the yeah, yeah. But that I think falls more in line with the Elon Musk fascination than it does with the Walter Cronkite uh, respect. 
Well, I think that is part of Rogan's appeal. Like you could say he leans one way or the other, but he does kind of just, you know, have open discussions on his show and like different people. Yeah, uh, I think talk about all sides of everything. Yeah, I think it gets him in trouble sometimes because I with him, I and I like Rogan. I go listen to him a lot, but I think with him, sometimes he to like to 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 make the interview flow. He, and I guess he will hit back sometimes because, like, the one with Jan Wenner, he did kind of hit back. But I don't think he don't, hit back with uh, one of the dudes uh, who was anti gay marriage. He got into it with. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. I, I don't, Sometimes I think he kind of he asks the questions rather than engage in a conversation to kind of get more out of the person. And people take that sometimes as either endorsing what the other person is selling. Or yeah. not, or 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 just being a patsy to their agenda. I think that's, yeah, that might be true. Always, I don't. I don't know. I don't always look at it like that. I just think he's kind of got to like pick your battles with people, and sometimes it's just you just let the guests kind of just go. You can't be prepared to fight all those battles. That's not what he does. Like right. if, if he was a journalist, he should be prepared to fight those battles. But he's a fucking podcaster and a comedian. Yeah, you know he shouldn't. He, you know, do I, do I wish personally that he took the time to like dig in on everything that comes his way? Yeah, but it's not realistic, and it's not what he did or does or ever did. Like it's just not. It's not doesn't make any sense for that to happen through that show yeah it's just an, oh it's just an open discussion and it's like yeah. kind of just shooting the shit and what comes up comes up and right. it's not so, his job to it's not his job to push back on every little thing right he, and how, how can he possibly be prepared to do that right like sure right. the game matters thing that's something to probably kind of game easy to him to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. defend and the same thing with the Jan Wenner thing I think Jan Wenner was like yeah we need the government uh, the oversee the internet and Rogan was like, what are you talking about? Like the government will just fucked that up. Like, what are you, what are you <laughs> And yeah. And like, and he was like, and he kind of hit back. He's like, this is that the furthest thing from who you are as like the founder of Rolling Stone, you are saying more government oversight for the internet. And yeah. Jan one was like, well, who else? And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? The government, you're saying the government you know, so he does. He does hit back, and he picks his battles. You're right, but I, again, I just don't think that's in his job description. His argument was that like the government should police the internet. I forget. It, it was there should be some oversight, and I don't know if it was how we use it or how it's how corporations use it. I don't know exactly the stem of. I don't remember the, exactly the stem of that conversation. Beyond one or seventy five years old, then I mean. I don't expect him to have his ear to the ground on what is the best yeah, I guess the so. internet. But at the same time, Rogan, you know, did go at him, which I like. But I think, but people will see that on one side of things and use that as ammo for their own agenda and be like, yeah. hey, look, Rogan's one of us. When I think it's just Rogan kind of heard something, didn't make sense, and disagree with it in the moment and did it. Right. And you're and, and on the other side of things, I think the people who are champions for that conversation kind of ignore the the gay marriage conversation like okay well that's something else he did but it's not doesn't fit my agenda so i'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen i'm not, I'm not gonna yeah. mention it. like there's no reason to <laughs> yeah so 
Yeah. The government starts getting involved with the internet. It might have to take a step back. And That's China. That is China. Yeah, it's exactly they what have a star. They have a star system, don't they? How does that work? Star system. Oh, man, I forget how it's <laughs> fucked up. I know. The one thing I know, and this, I think this is actually kind of telling. Like, I would never want this, but it's kind of telling with TikTok, which is a Chinese company. Yeah. They have a limit on how long a Chinese citizen can be on TikTok. It's like 40 minutes a day. So is that they, just because you're like time wasting? Like if you're if you're on TikTok, you're not learning shit or working. I don't know the reason behind it. My guess would be, yeah, that's exactly why you're just fucking wasting your time, which is what it is. It's just a waste of time. I mean, they're all a waste of time. They'll just eat your life away as you scroll through that shit. Right. So I think there is good. some sort of. I think there is some. I forget how the star system works, but like if you. Like I'll use a stupid example, but if you get caught like jaywalking, like you get knocked down a star. Oh something. yeah, we talked about the star system before. Yeah, it's like the reverse of like the college football helmets. <laughs> yeah, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, <laughs> stars taken away. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's the Ohio State Buckeyes, but with uh, scarlet letters instead. Yeah. Okay. See, I'd be all for that, but I'd want to be the guy writing up like, you know. The yeah, rules be, and regulations. You'd be a good government stooge. Like shoes off on a plane. Uh yeah. That's yeah. All your stars are gone. All your star, all your I stars th- gone. Thrown off, thrown off the plane. Throw yeah. No, no questions asked. There's just we take you to the back, open the hatch. You're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get to where we're going a lot faster than we're getting there. Yeah. How many questions you ask somebody when you get to the front of the line and there's like five or more people behind you waiting? Oh man. Stars are coming off. Dude. So I did a so I I did a target run last week right before Christmas. I think it was the Friday on my lunch break. I ran the target. Yeah. And just the people in front of me, just the worst kind of people. Two people both self checkout or uh No, human. the self checkout was was atrocious so i'm like i'm going to this one because then i said if i go to the person checkout then i don't have to worry about people doing the scanning looking like idiots i have a professional up there also well use that term loosely Mm. and it'll get through this quicker back to back people the two people in front of me had to do price checks one per and then i didn't they didn't want that item we had to take it down what then this item didn't scan the lady had to go find somebody she had to go find some. She had, the lady had to walk away from the register two customers in a row. Like, how the fuck uh, do I find it? I haven't been. I haven't waited in a line. I tell. I told you I avoid lines, <laughs> unavoidable that day. So I just said, "All right, this is the line." Two people ahead of me, counting their items. Like, this is fine. I'll be fine. But it somehow it found me. I'm, not, I'm whatever. And somebody had to put back an item because what it was. It thought they, it was on sale. They it wasn't put. On sale. They put the item on the floor. They didn't want it, so they put it on the floor next to the register. And somebody was like, somebody came up to him and was like, is this yours? And like, oh, we don't want it. I'm like, well, fucking, you put it on the floor, scumbag. What's wrong with, what is wrong with people? Go back into your cage. Fucking kid in a car seat giving their mom a dirty tissue. Go back into your cage, man. Please. These people should never have been allowed to leave quarantine. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's wild out there. <laughs> it's wild out there. 
Yeah, people who hold up lines, that's a big one for me. Yeah, keep, keep it moving. Yeah, and it's it's the busiest day of the year, and they're asking questions and shit. Like, no, get in the line and get out of there. How's your how's your how's your only goal not to just get the fuck out of here? It's more crowded than you want to be. The lines are longer than it should be. Let's just be professional here, please. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's a big one for me too. Running like errands and seeing people in the stores. It doesn't have to be during the holidays, any time of year. Never people if, just whistling around, man. Like it's a they're in Disneyland. Like you should be on a mission to get in and out. If if you were in line with your wife and yes. and she had second thoughts about an item that you guys had, what would you do? You're at the register and she was like, I don't know about that. Are you having I a go, conversation with her? Yeah, like we're not buying it anymore. If she was like, oh, no, if she was like, oh, I don't know. Do we need that? Oh, then would never be that. That would never be a discussion. That would never I'm, be. I'm like, I, well, we're here. What are you talking about? We're here. It's ours. <laughs> we, we didn't pay for it yet, but it's ours. Oh, if anything, I'm I'm going back as she's scanning and I'm putting it back, maybe oh, in its right spot. You know what? That that's that's the way to handle that. It's quick. Yeah. It's quick. If she, if you guys both like quickly decide, no, we don't need that. You go back. You go put it back. Or yeah. you, or you tell, or you apologize to the person the register like i'm sorry we don't really need this but that's it that that's it but i'm not, they, they had like a discussion as she was oh. like checking out i didn't mention that as she was like scanning items they're going back and forth about this fucking thing i'm like what was it do you know what it was oh uh, it was some kind of toy i don't remember what it was some plush something or other i don't remember it wasn't like a stuffed dog but it was some sort of toy. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, and they're just going back and forth. Do we need it? Do we not? And they still, once they're done scanning, they still haven't decided? No, I think it was mid-scan where I ended up on the floor. Just put it on the ground. On the ground. Yeah, you got to be a little better than that. Two people. Somebody's got to go and walk trash. like 15 feet in the other direction and put it on a shelf. The blankest looks on their faces like their first time in public in seven yeah. years, it was like they were, in their brain. They were hanging out. It's like they were in Buffalo Bill's basement. They just got mm-hmm. left let out. You ever seen the video of the girl who like found a cop or found a person after she escaped like her parents' house? She, and her and her siblings were like not allowed out. They were in the basement, fed minimally, not very clothed. You ever see that? You know the video I'm talking about? No, it's, I don't. Is it like Ohio or something? Probably, yeah, yeah. And the way she talks, you're like, yeah, this person has not been in public ever. Yeah. That's what these people were like. It was like they were just, they were, they were cap- captive someplace. Uh, maybe not even in Connecticut, maybe someplace in fucking up, up the upper Northwest of Canada or something. And they just like dropped them in a target. It was like, yeah, go get some toys for Christmas. And they're like, huh? I, yeah. haven't, I haven't seen the outside since 1986. Like the amazing race. Lost. Oh, fucking lost. Somebody drugged them or something. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you get sometimes on a weekday afternoon. I mean, it was my own fault, but I was, you know, I, I had I had it all planned out and I, I accepted I was gonna wait in a line and uh I got fucked. <laughs> bottom yeah. line. The lines aren't what they used to be. No, and the yeah, then and the professional and the uh professional behind the catch register, I mean, 
This woman is 107 years old. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure she was up to date in the technology. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably not. Probably not an Elon Musk. No, no. <laughs> so, but thank God that shit's over. Yeah, no more lines for another year. No, next next Christmas. Next, and only next one. I, I only, I only, yeah, next festivals. I only waited in one line all year, so I was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> all right. Well, we got a minute and a half left. So, get anything off your chest now before we come back for our picks. Um, can't say I have much. I've uh, I'm tapped for the year. Basically, I was tapped coming into the show. So, two segments, Dang. pretty good. We got through two segments, pretty yeah, not bad, pretty smoothly, not bad. Actually, a Friday afternoon. Uh, it was I don't think it was Festivus, maybe the one before. One of those days, it was pouring. Mm-hmm. I usually walk to the gym, and I instead I just went around the corner cigar bar. Just had a cigar for lunch. <laughs> that was the highlight. That was the highlight of my holiday season. I think that's a, a that's a that's a holiday season move right there. That's something you, you can only in your mind justify in December. That's exactly how I justified it. I was yeah. like, it's the holidays. I'm treating myself. Yeah, seven dollar cigar. I didn't yeah. even have a drink. Sat there, watched some shitty bowl game. Cigar, forty five minutes in and out. That's Place was empty. Lunch. Great lunch. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, week 17. A couple weeks left in the regular season before the real season starts in January. Um, last week, I believe I was 3 0. You were? You have to, I was. Yeah, you were 3 0. I had uh, Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve. And I believe I had the Chiefs and Bengals. Uh, so are we flipping the coin or am I just going first? You just go first. Yeah, you're three. Right. I was 0 3. You are 29, 21, and 2. I'm 27, 24, and 1 on the season after that performance. All right, we'll take that. We'll take it. Got it. All right, let's get the spreads up. Pick number one. I have three games written down. I just want to make sure I have the uh, up-to-date spread. I will go on Odd Shark right now to see what's up. Let's go, Internet. All right. The first. right. I don't even care what the spread is right now in this game. Uh, I'm taking – I have three games written down. I'm going to try and stick with them. Uh, I'm going Cleveland. Sunday afternoon. I believe it's a one o'clock game. Um, let's see. The up to date spread Cleveland is yep. plus two. Cleveland I think Cleveland plus. wins this game on the field. This is a this is an anti Carson Wentz bet. I do not understand what Washington is doing here. The whole reason you are sitting there as the seventh seed is because Taylor Heineke came in and won all those games in a row. I think he had a five-game winning streak at one point uh, before the Giants beat him. Uh, I can't figure this one out, and I just this is a this is a, a going to be a karma loss for Washington. I, I just think uh, going back to Wentz is asinine. It's ridiculous how you don't 
right. I'm not saying Heineke's the quarterback of the future, but no reason to see Carson Wentz. And um, it's easier to say bad things about Washington than it is good things about the Browns. So I'll just quit while I'm ahead here because the Browns also <laughs> stink. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with uh, – we'll stick with Cleveland plus two, the, uh, the anti-Dan Snyder. Whoever made this decision, ridiculous. Browns plus two. All right. Um, I'm going to the four o'clocks for this next game. Uh, the Jets are still alive, believe it or not. They have their quarterback back at his Mike White. This is uh, are we are we scared of the Geno Smith revenge game? I am not. I think the Geno Smith story is over. I think that feel good uh, aspect of his season is done. I think the Jets go in there and take care of business. I think they rally behind their quarterback. And they, they come away with this one. The Jets are two-point favorites at Seattle on Sunday. And that's I'm – going, I'm going one one last-ditch effort at getting a Jets win, a Jets cover this season. I'm over no two. else since the Jets covered. 0 for 2. I'm 0 for 2 picking the Jets this year, but I'm picking – I'm going with them here. <laughs> you got to love – you got to love going 0 3 and your first pick is the fucking Jets. I, I don't know if that's stupidity or rocks in your head, balls. I don't know what it is. But you gotta love it, one way or the other. <laughs> All right, yeah, Jets. Uh, did they cover against the Bills December 11? That was that long ago. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, a quick research there. Pick number two. We're going to four twenty-five. The game, maybe the game of the day. Uh, I know Pittsburgh and Baltimore's at night. I would say this game edges it out a little bit. Green Bay playing for their playoff lives. They need to have this one to keep pace with the, you know, the Washingtons and the Detroits. I think Green Bay is going to play a big game here. I think Rodgers is going to feast on Minnesota's secondary. I mean, they gave up 33 to the Colts. Granted, it was, you know, in the first half, they held them the three in the second half. But even last week, Giants were able to move the ball on them. Uh, and this is just a game where, you know, are the Vikings playing for something? Sure, they want to hang on to the two seed. But this is a case of just a hungry team and Packers playing for their lives. And I'm not sure if the Vikings are going to match that uh, intensity. Yeah, they could play spoiler. Yeah, they want to get the two seed. But this is uh, this is all about Green Bay, just you know throwing the kitchen sink at Minnesota. I think Green Bay goes out there and wins. I think Minnesota's competitive, but you know twenty seven twenty, yeah, I'll say twenty seven twenty, Green Bay. So pick number two, Packers minus three and a half. All right, you're a believer in that. These, I mean, we talk about these old dogs are in the show. You're a believer that they're gonna, they're diehard. Right, you're just you're keep who? Who's that? Like the, the these the old dogs like Rodgers and Brady, like they're just, they're not going to go out. They're not going to go out easy. Well, Brady may have no choice. His team stinks. I think Green no. Bay. <laughs> I think Green. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm factoring in the home field, which I shouldn't. Uh, you know, maybe Minnesota was just due to to catch a beating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think Rodgers is. Uh, yeah, Rodgers is going to leave it all out there this week. All right. 
Uh, pick number two for me, uh, Detroit are six-point favorites at home against Chicago. At Detroit, I mean Detroit. I have I've loved Detroit for weeks. We know that I lost with my last lost with them last week. I think they're a very interesting and fun team. Uh, then they went out last week and lost, of course, when I needed them to win. And Chicago, on the other hand, they've been just an exciting team when Fields is on the is on the is on the field. I feel like this week they they kind of stick with Detroit one way or the other. I don't know if they they win this one outright necessarily, but I think they keep it close. It's, it's fun one. It's exciting. A lot of points in the board. A lot of back and forth. Uh, tennis match here: Chicago, Detroit, and Chicago covers it. So give me the Bears plus six. Okay. Final pick. I've been on this team for two months now. They've covered every week. I see no reason to jump <laughs> off. Monday night, we'll be recording. Taking the Bengals, getting a point at home against Buffalo. Uh, it's as simple as this. They just they cover every week. It's Incredible miracle cover against New England. I didn't even really like them against New England last week, but I feel like I had to take it. 22 nothing out of the gate. And then in the fourth quarter, I don't know what the hell happened. Mac Jones connected on Hail Marys. But even with that, at three and a half, Nick Folk, is that their kicker? Nick Folk still? Nick Folk misses an extra point, and they cover by a half point on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh I think they're going to beat Buffalo. I, I, you know, a couple injuries. I think they lost a lineman, Cincinnati. But uh, I mean, why wouldn't I think they're going to cover? I mean, they beat the Chiefs in a similar spot earlier in the season. Enormous game for the, you know, for seeding in the uh, AFC. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, Buffalo probably needs to win out in order to get the one. Looking at the Chiefs' schedule, um, so if Bills. Bills win this game, they're probably the one seed. If they lose, they're probably the three. Cincinnati wins this game, they got a chance at the one, but they're more than likely the two. So it's 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 a big uh, it's a big game for uh, for that first uh, for that first round by. I think the Bengals steal it, and uh, might be sitting here with the Chiefs having home field again. So give me uh, give me the Bengals getting one on Monday night. All right, I have. Four games that I would wouldn't mind picking. Three favorites and a three favorites and a dog. I know mm-hmm. who I know who I'm picking. I'm just gonna give you the rundown. Uh, this one, this is the least favorite of the four. It is Dallas minus ten tomorrow? I think ten, I think I don't think Henry's playing tomorrow. Tennessee. He's out. T- Tennessee just feels like they're a dead team walking. I know they got the I know they got the coach, but. And I know tens a big number for a Dallas team that just kind of uh, I just don't they give up points to everybody well, with that defense. Uh, but I feel like this is a kind of a little bit of a little bit of a, of a bye week for this team, and they they have that was an easy one, but I feel like they they take care of Tennessee handily. Um, Sp- but I would never. Spread- I would never was that spreads up to twelve. Twelve, yeah. I would never touch. I would never touch this one. Um, the uh, other one is uh, see, I might I might switch to this one, so I'm gonna go with the dog. The other one is I like Houston. Um, just home game. Th- those two teams, it's it's Jacksonville and Houston. It's just a weird divisional matchup. 
I think everybody's going to, oh, I know everybody's going to be on Jacksonville for this. They're four and a half point favorites. I think Jacksonville still squeaks it out. They need it. And, uh, but Houston gives them a little bit of a fight. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's uh, a blowout. Um, yeah. One, one case for Houston, one case against them. Yeah. One case for them is this game means nothing for, to Jacksonville because they're in the same spot as Tennessee where okay. next week is for the division. So Jacksonville, if they wanted to can rest their guys, even though Peterson said they're not going to. Yeah. Okay. And then one case against Houston would be uh, right now. They have a half game lead on Chicago for the number one overall pick. Right. And they, right. they've made it this far with the number one overall pick. So mm-hmm. not that Chicago is going to take a quarterback, but if Chicago did end up with the one seed, one number one pick, they could trade back and give it to someone who's willing to, you know. Sure. Empty one. So if you, Houston, you've made it this far with the number one draft pick. If you want Bryce Young or whoever your guy is, you're probably better off not winning another game. Yeah, listen, I, I have uh I have the Jets in Chicago. I'm in no position to pick Houston here. Not the way to do it. I wouldn't pick Houston, no. No. Um Man, all right. So there's two games. I'm going to go with this one. I, I think New Orleans is a dead team as well. They are. It's, they they uh, they played okay last week. Who did they fucking play last week? Browns. Uh, the Browns, yeah. And they, they kind of used Taysom Hill in that game. The Browns stink, though. Um, they used Taysom Hill to his advantage in that game. I think Philly... We saw what Philly can do, what Philly did against Dallas with Minshew. I think Minshew has a big game here against New Orleans just because he's not the kind of guy that's going to go out there and kind of go through the motions. Uh, I, I think this is an easy victory for Philly. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. I think it's I think it's 12-point victory. I think they I think they win no problem over this uh, New Orleans team. Um, give me Philly minus six-and-a-half. All right. So – Recap, I got Browns plus two, Packers laying three and a half, and the Bengals catching a point at home. Jets minus two, Chicago plus six, Philly minus six and a half. That fourth game I was looking at is uh, the San Francisco's uh, six-point favorite at Vegas. I don't know what it is now with the announcement. Oh, that jumped. It jumped. What is it now? Ten. Oh, it went to ten, huh? Okay. Yeah, Brock Purdy laying ten on the road. Yeah, I just it's Las Vegas is a mess, and their coach is a doofus. And oh yeah, uh, this is a rookie quarterback coming. I mean, you know, you don't know what to expect from this guy. So I, I six, I, I six would be more inclined to take San Fran. Ten's a big number, but I still would take San Fran. Yeah, real quick, the rest of the slate one o'clock Indianapolis is in the Meadowlands taking on the Giants. Giants are six-point favorites. It was it was initially three before the Colts played on Monday night, and it's all the way up to six after uh, the debacle, Nick Foles. I liked it better at three. Uh, I I can't take the Colts. I don't want to – I can't take this game. I don't like the Giants at home. Ever. I don't the Giants are like as close to an unbettable team when they're laying numbers at home. Yeah. I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. ever trust the Giants when they're supposed to win a home game. No. But I can't bet the Colts. The Colts are so bad. 
but I, I look at the spread and I'm like, may, I think the Colts might be the play though. <laughs> like, yeah. Getting six. Yeah, I'd much rather the Giants were on the road to a better team. And I, I would like the Giants more if they were in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then it'll be yeah, then it'll be down to three probably. Yeah. So that's a tough one. I I don't I don't know where I stand on that. I, I'm I, as a Giants fan, it's hard to be confident in them coming out and. I don't see how I can bet the Colts, though. The Colts are so bad. Yeah, you might think Dayball will have them ready, and they might be able to perform uh, here where they they need to. So uh, Arizona is in Atlanta. Atlanta is three-and-a-half-point favorites. I mean, who cares? It's two dead teams. If you bet that game – you're really doing yourself a disservice. There's actually games that mean something. <laughs> really, I mean, there's games that mean something. I mean, do you really want to be, unless you have like eight TVs in your house and you got them all going? Uh, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, Arizona, Atlanta, Arizona. You need me, need money, Mo. Yeah. I, I said both teams. I don't, I'm covering <laughs> my bases. I, I really don't. That's, that's who cares. Yeah. Um, another who cares game uh, that we know the outcome, just not the point total. Denver is visiting Kansas City. Kansas City, I have a 13 and a half here. Yeah, I actually kind of think, uh, I, you know, I, I was able to survive the Chiefs last week, even though uh, mm-hmm. I still feel like they kind of dicked around in that game and should have been up 100, mm-hmm. but they they were still able to cover. Uh uh, part part of me kind of likes Denver in this game, but I wouldn't advise betting them. I, I just feel like it's a lot of points for a division game. We just saw these teams play a few weeks ago, and Chiefs were up twenty seven nothing, and somehow didn't cover the spread. I feel like this is going to be like another game where the the Chiefs mess around and they probably win by like ten, but don't cover. I think I'm I think I'm zero fifteen on uh, Denver games this year. I don't think I picked one Denver game the right way. I'm going Kansas City. Okay, it's oh, fair. Uh, I mean, it's fair. I, I, yeah. If my uh, life was on the line, I'd probably take Kansas City. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine the last moments of my. I mean, the last moments of your life being determined by Russell Wilson one way or the other suck. And if he was mm-hmm. there, if you if you were watching him trying to backdoor cover uh, to end your life, that'd be nerve wracking just in general. Yeah. The last ninety seconds, I'd be miserable. Um, and if you had money on him to cover the four, the 13 and a half, I mean, you're just the whole 60 minutes is going to suck. It's trouble. Miami at New England, New England is two and a half point favorites. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridge, Bridgewater yeah, Miami, I think is dead. You and think Miami dead. is, you think Miami is dead? Yeah, the only hope I have is the defense plays like a big game and Mac Jones stinks, Patricia. Is the offensive coordinator and like the yep. defense just gives you a big Xavier Howard pick six. That's the only hope I have because I, I don't, I, they seem dead. Yeah, New England's a weird team, man. They're hard to trust, but they also make, they also win weird games. And I don't know, this could be one of those. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's uh, minus three. They're the favorites here. Carolina uh, teams fits for some reason. I think they Carolina's a little bit of a live dog, no? It's crazy, but I think I have to take Carolina. Tampa should have lost Sunday night to Arizona. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Trace McSorley. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and Carolina's playing well. They really are playing playing good down the stretch here. So there's no reason to think that they won't at least put up a game here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's Carolina. Cleveland, we talked about. San Fran, we talked about. The Jets, we talked about. Green Bay, we talked about. Rams at Chargers. Chargers, six and a half point favorites. I guess you just take the Chargers. I mean, I I can't uh, trust the Chargers, but. I think I'm on opposite here. Well, they just – I mean, the case against the Chargers is they just clinched a playoff berth. Yep. They can't win the division, so this game technically doesn't mean anything for them, but I feel like it's a little too early to just pack it in. I agree, I agree, but I, six and a half here, and Baker is – Baker's have to prove something. Dangerous. Dangerous to have that kind of quarterback playing for next year, really. So he's he, he's going to go out there. He's, he's going to leave everything on the line. The Rams team seems to rally around him a little bit, too. The team don't really like that guy. Mm-hmm. Now that he's learned a few of their names, and I just I, I feel like they just kind of keep it close. I don't think this game gets out of hand. We, don't have to, we know what the Chargers are capable of doing, especially when you have them to cover any kind of game. So I'm going with the Rams. Right. Pittsburgh at Baltimore on Sunday night. Baltimore – Three point favorites. I'm uh this is the old throw to records out the window, no love lost. <laughs> um I think I'm going Baltimore here. Baltimore still has a shot at the division. They control their own destiny for the division. If they win this game and they beat the Bengals week 18, uh they get the division, they get a home playoff game. I think Baltimore, this is the game that's going to finally give Tomlin his first losing record. Right now they're 7-8. and eight. Uh, Lamar, I don't know if he's playing. It sounds like he's got a shot, even though he didn't practice today. So right now he's probably leaning towards no. But uh, I'm just going to go Baltimore. I just feel like they're better. You know, pick it on the road in a primetime spot. I'm going to say Ravens win this game by 10. If there's no Lamar, I gotta go Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't like this Baltimore team without Lamar. I know I they just th- beat Pittsburgh once already without him. Yeah, once. I don't particularly like Baltimore with Lamar. Uh, Neither do I. So I, I just I can't. I don't have any belief in them. Emotional victory. Steelers are coming off of. Yeah, that's true. Keep it riding spent. though. Right. Keep it riding. If an extra day of rest. Yeah. And Buffalo, uh, since I have Monday night, we talked about. So that's yes. it. That's your, that's your week 17 slate brought to you by uh, your good friends at Ballantine Ale. Drink a Ballantine, make it ale. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the college games this week. I like, uh, I like uh, Michigan okay. playing seven and a half. I think that's a close game. That's an up and down, uh, not up and down, like shootout, but just, uh, you know, I think both teams will have the lead at some point. Okay. But I think Michigan will just, uh, Michigan will wear them down at the line of scrimmage. Too big, too fast, too physical. And, you know, they'll win that game by 14. You know, back door could be open, but I'll take Michigan. I think TCU, uh, just not not big enough to hang with uh, Michigan. Okay. And um, 
Let me make sure that's the spread still. Uh, yeah, seven and a half right here. Seven and a half? Yeah. All right. And then the Ohio State game, you know, I've been betting Georgia blind for a few years now. I think they're just – you just – you bet them and you uh, you don't look the line move or anything, but yep. <laughs> I got a feeling on Ohio State in this game. You know, they're oh. the team that uh, people feel like they shouldn't be there. They backed in, right? USC had to lose in order for them to get in. Mm-hmm. I think Ohio State's going to make some noise in this game, and I think they're going to have a shot to win it. I just, I, just a hunch. I think Michigan is good enough to win the whole thing. I know George is the favorite. But I think Michigan is might be the best team. Um, I just think Ohio State's going to play a big game. I like them in this game. Whenever a team, you know, oh, they don't belong. You ever you always see in the in the NCAA tournament, this team doesn't belong. They backed in as an 11 seed, then they're in the Sweet 16. Like I feel like that's what Ohio State's going to do here. They're going to pull the upset. Stroud, who's going to be a top pick in the draft, he I think he might go out there and play really well. Um, I would, I would, I think I would do the Ohio State money line in this game. So I feel like if Georgia wins, like Georgia is going to come out and fucking hammer them. The defense is going to be flying around, and it's going to be twenty-one nothing before you even, you know, can get comfortable. Yep. So I, I would almost like hit Michigan and then let it ride on Ohio State money line. Take a chance. All right. Okay. There you go. Is your betting advice from the man himself? Uh, college playoff. Good, um, I mean, a, a good New Year's Eve slate. I don't do shit on New Year's Eve. It's like I don't have any responsibilities. I just get to sit around, watch TV until the party starts. And, you know, you have four of the five college top – four of the top five college teams playing Saturday yep. afternoon. Uh, you, have, you have the bowl games, uh, aside from Fiesta and Peach, you just mentioned Sugar Bowl and Music City Bowl are on as well. You have uh, Seton Hall is also playing, my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nets are playing during the day as well. So yeah, or at night. So at night, yep. There's plenty, plenty going on. It'll be. Oh um, yeah, it's an underrated sports day. It's 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 you know it starts early and it usually ends pretty early. Well, I, I mean Georgia, Ohio State will go late, but you know the basketball usually ends pretty early. Yeah. Um, I think there, I did I think I did see there was one late game like Utah nine o'clock against the Heat. But for the most part, it's a lot of college basketball early on. It's a lot of college football early on. Um, but yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good sports day. And then you get all the marathons going. Twilight Zone. I'm sure you'll see like a Rocky Marathon or a Godfather Marathon somewhere on AMC. Honeymooners. It's a great it's a great TV day. Weekend, the whole weekend. Flash night. Yeah, the first is a good day for it, too, because nobody's doing anything. We're just sitting around. Right. I mean, in this case, it's a football Sunday, but even if it wasn't a football Sunday, it's a great TV day. Yeah, you miss out on on the kind of the vegging out. Um, I mean, we will still veg out, just there'll be hours of football instead. Yeah, football kind of trumps all, kind of steals the day. Fine, Fine by me. Yeah, it's worse problems. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go. There you go. It's happy New Year's, everybody, one and all. Do you have anything, anything at all? Any resolutions you want to mention? Anything you want to, uh, any goals for the show, personal or otherwise? Anything th- at all that you want to 
put on the record before we put uh, we close the book on 2022? I uh, can't say I really have a resolution. Not the resolution. Goal, goals, maybe, uh, you know, just the goal is to get here Monday night for Bill's uh, Bengals. That's the goal. <laughs> short term, I like it. <laughs> it's a, yeah, short term goal. We don't have time for long term goals here. That's you fun. know, yeah. get here Monday night, back, recording, enormous game. AFC landscape at stake at a, uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm tapped out on 2022. I think I think that's official now. That's it. All right. When you start got, fumbling around, we've squeezed we've squeezed the man dry for 2022. <laughs> all right. That's it. Well, thanks to all our listeners for spending time with us today and all year. We appreciate you listening and spending the time as always. Thank you. And happy new year. And yeah, yeah, we won't be the uh we won't be the last, but maybe we'll be the first to wish you happy new year. Um until then, peace. <laughs>